Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And you're listening to Calling All Sports. We are on 15 stations in three states. Glad to be with you. We're in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. And, of course, you can listen online. I know when my mom was living in, in Ohio before she moved here, she would listen every single day that way. And I know people around the world do that. So uh, glad to have you all with us wherever it is you may be, including our next guest. One of my favorites that we've had on the show over the years is Amy. I go back to Amy Anderson. Uh, Amy Anderson Olson, she's Amy Olson now, married to Grant Olson, former Bison football player, and Amy on the LPGA Tour. About 10 days ago, I texted you, Amy, and said, is there any chance that I could get you on the radio uh, during, it was the week of the Women's U.S. Open, and you said, ah, I'm kind of busy, let's do it when I'm done. I said, that's fine. I went home, turned on the TV to have lunch, and there you were on Golf Channel. You, you got a lot of airtime that week, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I hope you weren't offended, Mark. I had a, no, I had a lot of interviews Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, booked that week, obviously on top of trying to practice and prep. So it was a busy week, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I would say that's probably some of the most media attention I've probably ever gotten in just like a short period of time. Well, you see what happens when you get pregnant and you're se- like seven and a half months pregnant now? Is, is yeah, that where you're at? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I, I, I keep track of stuff like this because I've got daughters-in-law and they're always having kids. So, you know, when you get to like seven months, that's when you generally aren't doing a lot of the normal things you do. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, that's, that's definitely a fair assessment in, in my case. I mean, I always tell people, I'm like, I've actually, I feel fortunate. I've had a pretty, pretty good pregnancy, uh, for the most part as long as I don't do anything too athletic. <laughs> Once I try to do some something athletic like golf, pickleball, a workout, things start changing, and I feel definitely quite a bit different than I did, you know, seven months ago, for sure. Huh. Okay, that being the Imagine case, that. why did you choose to do this if you knew it was going <laughs> to maybe cause you a little bit of discomfort? Well, I think there's a part of it, you know, this is the first, this is my first pregnancy, so I've never been through it, and you don't always know how you're going to carry, how long you're going to be able to do your normal activities. And so all I had to go off of was really my other friends on tour who've been through this before. So as soon as I kind of found out I was pregnant, I started texting, you know, Stacey Lewis and Brittany Lincecum and some of the other gals who have walked through this journey. And I was like, how long did you play? You know, did you stay competitive during that time? And I kept hearing between 28 and 30 weeks was like, that was kind of the max. And as I looked at the schedule, I was like, I'm going to hit 30 weeks right before the U.S. Open. Uh, But the uh, U.S. Open was at Pebble Beach this year. So, I mean, you know, you got to take that into consideration. And I'm like, okay, so they're saying it's maybe possible at that range. And then we're going to possibly like the one course other than Augusta. Pebble Beach is probably that one course that I'm like, if I get a chance to play, that's an immediate yes. So I wasn't qualified at the time, so I did have to do the qualifier, and I was about five and a half months pregnant during the qualifier, and, um, you know, I I made it through that, and so I'm like, you know what, it's just a no-brainer to me. I qualified, I earned my spot, we're going to do this. 
Yeah, Pebble Beach. I I agree. I, I assumed that was the 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 draw for you, um, but you you played so well to qualify at five and a half months pregnant. Was it harder at seven months? Now this is a guy asking these questions. I, I I've never been through all this before. I know that the first trimester is the one where you feel the sickest and all those kind of things. But now you're talking about a little bit of a bump that's kind of in the way, and we're you're a golfer. Yeah, well, I keep saying I hit a growth spurt between five and a half months and seven months, <laughs> and my husband keeps reminding me the baby hit a growth spurt. Right. <laughs> but I did too. And so it definitely became more challenging. You know, some of the just simple things like putting, you know, my right arm is running into my belly. So I have to bend over just a little bit more, extend my arms down a smidge just to make sure that I don't kind of run into myself. So that was, it was really interesting to to kind of navigate some of those conscious adjustments. You also, you know, subconsciously make some adjustments. I definitely did that in my swing. It was a lot harder to get to my left side. Um, so there were definitely things that every single day I woke up and I was like, okay, we're a little bit different today than yesterday. And every golfer goes through that. Every day you show up to the range, you're like, what do I have today? But pregnancy is that, I think I told, I think it was maybe on my interview on Golf Channel, I said, pregnancy is like that on hormones, you know, or on steroids, actually hormones. Um, you know, so it was it was an interesting journey every single day. Yeah, it just sounds like it. By the way, the interview on for, on Golf Channel, I just, it cracked me up. I just, you had so much fun with that. Um, it, it, it. That whole week, really, with like you said, you had a lot of different interviews that were that you were doing. That had to be fun for you to be able to just relax and enjoy the week. Because odds are, at seven months pregnant, you're not going to win the U.S. Open. I yeah, I mean, my expectations were very very low, honestly. Kind of as I approached the week, as I got closer, you know, in in my mind, I think I probably was a little overly ambitious about how well I could play going into it. And there is still that part of me that's like, you know, my particular swing flaw that I struggle with is really not conducive to pregnancy. So I'm like, if, you know, I, I still in my mind, I'm like, this is possible, could have done it. But it, it was challenging. My expectations were pretty low, you know, kind of going into the week. I did enjoy, I mean, the media, I've always had a great relationship with the media, had a lot of fun. I know a lot of the people that were interviewing me and um, so I did. I really tried to take the approach of enjoying the week, and I love the fact that everybody was celebrating life. I mean, that's that is the the most important thing. Golf is a small part of life, but life is the big deal. And so that was fun. I had my whole family out there, so my parents, my brother, and his wife, and then my husband and his mom. So, you know, they didn't come to watch me; they came to see Pebble. Let's be real, but <laughs> we we did have a great time. I would have come to watch Pebble too, right? Well, I, I'd have followed you around, but I would have been gawking at the sights because that's one of the places I've never been. Believe it or not, in my job. Really? Well, you definitely have to go. That entire peninsula is maybe about as close to paradise as we'll get here. Well, and and like you said, you were celebrating life. And the last time, oh gosh, has it been three years ago when you? You know, had to play that final day after your father-in-law had passed away suddenly, and and you you became the central. That whole story became such a big deal in the media, and and this time, it's just the opposite. You're bringing a 
you're bringing a life into the world in your family, and they had to be they have to be overjoyed with that. Yeah, I mean, it is you know quite the contrast, obviously, and you know those that have followed me over the years have seen me walk through just a bunch of life changes and kind of probably watched me grow up if they watched me from, you know, kind of the junior stage in Fargo. And so they've watched me walk through a lot of different things. And, you know, obviously a contrast between losing a family member and now looking forward to gaining one. So, you know, everybody has been so supportive and excited and it's, it is fun to have that to celebrate. All right. So after, is it a boy or a girl? Do you know? We do not know. We're just going to be surprised. I love it. Excellent. Amy Olson, our guest here on Calling All Sports. I approve of that 100% because there are so few surprises in the world anymore. I think it's awesome to wait and see and find out when that head pops out and says, I'm a boy. <laughs> it's definitely suspenseful. We have lots of guesses, and um, my husband thinks it's a boy. I think it's a girl, so one of us is going to be right and one's going to be wrong. I'm with Grant. I think it's a boy. I just Team boy. It. Yep. Love why, it. but... I think the plumbing's going to be on the outside. <laughs> that is one way to put it. My first, well, my first, I have three sons, and my first four grandchildren were boys. And so when Harper was born, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> now we're tied up. It's five and five, and I got one more coming. It's the tiebreaker. Oh my goodness! How fun! Mm-hmm. Yeah, grandkids or something, and and, and you will find this out as. Uh, you're going to see this in in your parents. You, grandkids are just the greatest thing. There's there's no words to describe. Being a parent is a wonderful thing, but there's times that it's not so wonderful. It's always awesome when you're a grandparent. <laughs> I love that. I'm definitely looking forward forward to it. You know, it'll be the first one on my side, first one on Grant's side. So we're also going to have to make sure it's not too spoiled, you know. How, how do you keep the grand the grandparents from spoiling? Is it even possible? You don't. Okay. <laughs> just beware of that. I mean, don't just let them do their thing. It's I'm one of them. Just let us do our thing. I love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, so, in the long haul, are you? What are your plans for getting back out on tour, or are you just not even thinking about that right now? Yeah, right now. I mean. I've kind of remained non-committal. I've had to take my life a year at a time. I've never had more than one year of status at a time up to this point. And, you know, I I definitely, we waited to have a family because I, I do want to be present with my kids. I wanted to kind of do the tour life thing for, I've done it for 10 years now. Um, and so it won't ever be the same. I won't ever go out, I don't think, and play 25 weeks a year. Will I ever tee it up again? Maybe. I'm kind of waiting, honestly, until next year. I want to get through this and see where I'm at, see where my heart is. And I don't want pressure to have to come back, but I also am really grateful that it is there as an option. And so I'm probably going to reevaluate at the beginning of next year and just kind of see see where I'm at. Well, it's a good plan, actually, because you, you don't know what it's going to be like to be mom. And I, I from what I've observed over the years, it's very, very hard once you – <clears throat> go back to your job, whatever that job might be, uh, especially when it's the first one and you, you've never had to leave your baby before. That's not very easy. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, I mean, being a mom it is my number one priority. I mean, that will be above my career, you know, and, and I don't want that to change. And so, you know, that is a new life experience. And so, 
If I do go back, it's going to have to look a lot different. I'm going to have to have a lot of support. And so it's one of those things that I kind of just want to take some time, step away from it, enjoy this season, and then kind of make a decision. Amy Olson's our guest from, everyone says Fargo, but that's not correct. You're from Oxbow, right? I did grow up in Oxbow, and it's funny, you know, because now as I travel, everybody's like, okay, but where do you live now? You know, no, there's no way you can live in North Dakota still. I do. I'm like, no, I, I, <laughs> I do. I live in Fargo. <laughs> so uh, that always gets a couple a couple stares. Well, you won. For those who don't realize how good you were in college, too, you hold the record. You know this, right? You hold the record for most NCAA championships won in the history of women's NCAA golf. You won 20 tournaments. Yeah, we found that out. Sports Illustrated came up and did a story maybe my junior year, and I'd won like 15 at that point. And they're like, well, what is the record? And nobody knew. So they actually had to go, you know, kind of dig up the records and found that Julie Inkster had won 17 Mm. when she was at, I think it was San Jose State. So that became kind of a goal my senior year of, okay, let's pass it. So that was a pretty special time when I passed that. Gosh, Amy, that's a lot of wins. I mean, uh, it's... Because it doesn't matter. When you're winning college tournaments, to me, that's just as impressive as winning tournaments on the LPGA Tour. Well, I will say there there is a difference in level. Um, you know, I'll be the first to admit that. And, you know, getting out on tour, I honestly thought, I thought I would win early. I thought it'd be easy for me. Honestly, I thought I'd win a major first. Um, that was probably, you know, just that my style of play fit major golf courses um, and championships really well. Um, so, you know, when, when winning is easy, it's just like, you know, and it's, it's happening all the time in college, you kind of never think it's going to dry up, but I will tell you, these girls are really, really good. And, you know, to compete at that next level is that's a whole nother, um, it's a whole nother ball game. And we are seeing more and more young talent too. Um, I, I think the women's game has just skyrocketed in the 10 years you've been on tour. It absolutely has. I mean, you look at everything from, you know, the winning scores every single week, but I think one of the biggest testaments is what is the cut line every week? And when I got out there initially, I remember some of the veterans talking about, oh, it used to be like four or five over would make the cut. You know, you could kind of scrap by with like a 73, 74, you know, if you weren't on, you still were going to make some money on the weekend. And there's very few cuts where if you are over par, you're playing and you're making a check during the weekend, you know, and, and I mean, we've had cuts that are five under six under. So the play is really good, not just at the top, but top to bottom. There's a ton of depth and that's the way it should be. And, you know, I think maybe a lot of people don't appreciate it until they go out and actually watch a tournament in person. I didn't appreciate it till I was out there and I teed it up and I'm like, okay, these girls are really, really good but I wouldn't have it any other way. Do you think Rose Zhang is going to be the next superstar? I don't see a single flaw right now in her game. And, you know, golf is golf is fleeting. You never know what's going to happen. But she's been so consistent for a long time. And from just a fundamental standpoint, she's really, really solid. I think she's going to be – she, I think she's going to break a lot of records. I, You know, to come out and win your first tournament, that's just – crazy you know it's early to say and you hate to put too much pressure you you know you know what can happen to not child prodigies i mean she's she's maybe 20 i don't know if if that's correct 
Um, you know, so she's, she's a, a woman, but you don't want to put too much pressure on her. But I mean, if anyone can handle it, it sure seems like she can. Amy Olson's our guest uh, from Oxbow, North Dakota, lives in Fargo. And uh, how excited is Grant, your husband, about all of this? Because obviously this is a, you know, when you have your first kid, it just changes your entire world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're excited. Baby Olson is coming in football season, so we've been looking at the (laughs) schedule. And fortunately, a lot of home games there early on in September. We're due the middle of September, so... You know, hoping, hoping that he'll obviously be there, um, for the birth and everything, but he's, yeah, he's really excited. Um, he's been ready for six years since we got married. He was like, when are we having kids? So I'm super excited, obviously, to watch him as a dad. Sure. When you play the Jackrabbits, I'd have to go look. I think it's a little bit later in the season. Is that a sore topic to bring up the Jackrabbits after the national championship game? What team? I, I don't know who you're. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've hogged the glory for a long time. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure they're looking forward, looking forward to some revenge. Yeah, I, I think it's fun having both teams play, be, be at such a high level. I just think it's it's awesome for the game. So it um, is so great, and it's great for the Dakotas. So. Uh, so there's a chance that Amy Olson as a professional LPGA golfer is, is done. What have you loved the most about the game of golf? What in, in terms of what it's meant to your life? Yeah. I mean, I, like I remember being a, a kid and just waking up at five thirty, six in the morning. And I just knew if I wanted to get better, I didn't have to wait for anybody, you know, to practice with, to, to hit against whatever, you know, that you would in other sports. Yep. I could just go out there and with the golf course and myself, and if I wanted to get better, I could. And that was really one of the things that intrigued me about golf initially is just if you're self-motivated, you don't have to rely on someone else. Um, and so that, you know, there's the downside of that. There's no one else to blame either, right? And I've loved that aspect of golf. I've loved the relationships that I've built. I've obviously gotten to travel and see a ton of the world um, but I think when it kind of comes down to it, the friendships and the relationships that I've built, whether it was, you know, during my time in college uh, with my teammates, um, coaches that I've had, or just even my competitors, that's probably the thing that I, I hold on to the most as being the most important and most valuable. I would say some of my best friends are people I met on the golf course. Well, they're stuck with you for like four or five hours. Ooh, poor them. So it's either going to go one way or the other. You're going to find out if you love them or you hate them. You are, yeah. But I, when they ask to play again, that's that's a pretty good sign, I guess, right? No doubt. Well, Amy, it's been absolutely a blast watching you uh, over the years. But I I I got emotional watching that interview on Golf Channel. I just I could tell the joy in your world with 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 a young one on the way, a young boy on the way. Well, it might be a girl. A girl be cool too. <laughs> Uh, Grant will like that either way. He'll he'll love it either way. But uh, this is a wonderful, life-changing thing that you're going through, and I wish you all the best, and uh, maybe we can get out and play one of these days. That sounds great. Let me know. You'll be stuck with me for four hours. I know it, and likewise. I, I, uh, I'll i teach you the birdie dance. Kim Kaufman was mortified when we played, and I started the birdie dance, and she's like, oh, my gosh, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> Yeah, there there might be some things we have to block from our memory after that. Yep, but you still get to see it. So, 
<laughs> All right. Thanks. Look forward Thank you to for it. Thanks, and Mark. Enjoy the lake, okay? Will do. And tell Grant congrats. Will do. All Thanks, right. Mark. See you later. Amy Olson, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll be right back. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery at Vance Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. 
Yep, Lewis Drog, 81 years in business. That is just incredible. 81 years. They started in downtown Sioux Falls in 1942, in February of 1942. And here they are, 60 locations now, 60 of them. I'm pretty sure every single one of the kids that's going to be on the pigskin preview cover has a Lewis in their hometown. It's just, I've seen Lewis's in hometowns that I didn't think was that they, there, there would be because the town wasn't big enough to justify one. And lo and behold, there they were. There's Lewis drugs everywhere you look. And thank goodness because they're there to take care of us in our time of need, number one. And then, you know, the rest of the time it's, well, it's always a time of need. I, I need to get a graduation card real quick or, you know, a congratulations on a wedding or a graduation. Or, or worse yet, a, you know, a condolences card for a funeral. They're always there to help me out. We sure appreciate the fact that Lewis Drug is there. The pharmacists are the ones, though, to me that, uh, I, they're always my, amongst my best friends because they're there to help me out and give me great advice. Lewis Drug, your first stop. And in my book, your only stop. Hope you've enjoyed the week. This was a great show today. It's been a fun week. Have a great weekend. Back on Monday. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Heg Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.